0: Singing? <laughs> what am I singing? You made a melody? Oh. Yeah.
1: That is Gigi's brand new single, uh, Come In My Eye, uh, <laughs> produced by Necessary Life Productions. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We have done... A lot of talk lately about like performance-related stuff and like life-related stuff, and realizing we're starting to venture away from what you all are here for. What you all—let me try that again. What you all are here for are the words I wanted to say in that order. Yeah. Um, and that's us talking about hardcore sex. So, <laughs> what are we talking about today, JJ?
0: Today we can talk about come and erections, come and erections, and how how involved and how sometimes not involved they are in sex.
1: Excellent. So what me? why did we, why did we stumble upon this somehow? I How remember the st- other
0: day I was talking, um, I think we were just actually trying to brainstorm topics and I brought up that I had a sexual encounter recently where, um, the, my partner let me know that they were not going to come and that mm-hmm. it's just not usually a part of their routine. Like they're kind of used to not coming during sex and so don't worry about it. And it was, it was cool. It was fine. And that's, uh, I think that is a topic, though, Yes,
1: yes. So, you know, obviously we all consider a sexual encounter to to end with mutual orgasm, Mm -hmm. but that is not always in the cards, either because, uh, you know, someone's just not able to get there, which has how many times I have, like, backed away from it because I got too close too quickly and then being unable to reach it again. It's like, god damn it! I should yeah. have just done it then. Yeah. Um. Or people like the the gentleman you are referring to, who I guess just normally mm. takes takes a while. I had a uh, an experience so uh, experience like two nights ago. Oh, actually someone like two nights ago who who told me that he was like like because I, I we were getting you know is that point where you are like you are hooking up for a while. And, like, everything's fun and great, but then it kind of hits this point of, like, so are we going to, like, are we tap, tap, tap on that? Like, are we done? Are we finishing up here? Oh, so, ready for round two? Round one already happened? No, or? no, no. We were like, like, is this going to, st- are we done? Oh, are, are we, we going gonna... to go to the finish line? one wasn't done yet. Right, that. because, it, like, we had, we had done all the things. Hmm. All of the things had been done. We mm-hmm. rounded all the bases. Hmm. And it's, like, it's that moment of, like, so are, what are we going to, are we going to, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, let me be clear, we weren't fucking. Yeah. We were doing everything except fucking. Yeah. Uh, we'd agreed we weren't going to fuck that night because we had just met and he he likes to like wait a little bit. So okay. we were doing everything other than penetrative sex. Yeah. And just sort of like, you know, it's that moment where you're like, so we're wrapping this up? Like, what are, what are we doing? And um, I said, you know, I can, I can be close because I can always be. I'm always close. Oh. I can be close at a moment's notice. Wow. And he was like, oh, it... That he goes, I, it takes me a very long time. Okay. So he ended up, he did end up, we got there. Um, I found all the magic buttons to uh, speed up the process. But um, mm-hmm. um yeah, what, what is that? Like, so I'm like, I, if I haven't, if I'm not finishing, it's either I've chosen to, or it's that circumstance where I had to, circumstance where I had to like hold off. And then by holding off, I put myself at the bottom of the hill and it's just, I can't re-climb it.
0: Uh, okay. What about yeah, you? I mean, so I don't know. I think there's so many variables—physiological, mental. Um, uh, also, sometimes if I've smoked weed or
2: mm. had a couple drinks
0: or whatever, that contribute to whether or not I'm going to finish with come or finish with like cuddling or finish with like a kiss and goodbye. Like it's yeah. you know, um, I don't know. I've been in both both seats. However, I especially early on, I get like kind of the pressure to have an end result that is tangible. I guess like. I remember thinking like, oh man, does this reflect how attractive the person is to me?
2: Mm. Like maybe they're
0: not able to get off because it's just not their chemistry. Like their me, like a me thing. Like I'm not touch. I'm not finding their buttons, as you said. Right. Which uh, judgment can come in, and then you feel a little bit more pressure, and then you know nothing is less attractive to me during sex than someone trying to make me come like trying hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, or me, you know, an unenthusiastic blow job is just really like just, uh, uh, or maybe it's enthusiastic, but not with like the fervor of fun, but the fervor of accomplishment,
1: the lack of eagerness or hunger.
0: Yeah. And I think it's just way more easy for me in my sex brain, at least to kind of, I have to be relaxed in every regard and, I don't know, it's not relaxing to have, like, this um, end goal that I have to... L- I'm not one of those people that, like, can... can. Uh, I think of, like, an athlete that just kind of forces their way in or, mm-hmm. like, really kind of, like, pushes themselves even harder to get to that point. That doesn't, like... That just freaks me out even more.
1: So one of the things that I I have incorporated mm-hmm. into my encounters is, you know, just being extremely communicative. Yeah. And so when it reaches that point... Of, like, okay, we're going to, and we're not just both just ready. Mm-hmm. I always clearly, and that night I said, like, cause I, I almost always, like, just get, like, hold my beer. Here yeah. we go. And yeah. then I, I came, and then he still hadn't. And I was like, oh, do you want to? Are you going to? And he was like, well, if, if I can. And I'm like, and so I said, what I always say is, tell me exactly what I can do for you. Yeah. Like, what exactly, what are your things? Let me know exactly if it's, and what he wanted, he, he wanted to, look at me yeah like he wanted me to like pose a bit sure let's go by the mirror sometimes like stuff like that like that sort of stuff which which for me that I felt ridiculous oh really like like I just felt silly because one I already came so like my brain is now I'm like back in normal jack mode yeah so like my sex mode is off so it's like I have to like pretend Hmm. because i'm classic man the second that i come i'm like trixie mattel has a joke about that like she's like after i come i'm i'm so i i am so out of sex the second i come that i'm like was i even gay before this (laughs) like that's like i am off so i have to like fake it yeah to to help the other person along which is why i usually like to go last yes but um
0: um so anyway, I I, I did all the all the things you requested. I did. We got them there. Well, here's the other thing. I like to go last, also because uh, another person achieving an orgasm is a turn on to me. So I right. think that's like usually my final kind of like. Uh, it puts me over the edge whenever I know that they've had a good time as well. I just have such control over mine
1: that I can like be like once I'm there, I can hold it there and be ready and like wait for you so that the second you go, I can go and then we're done. Like yeah. I, I hold it to time it usually,
0: yeah. and I think just over time, um, I've successfully kind of like if someone lets me know that they're probably not going to come, I don't feel the pressure of like, oh, well, I mean, you know, we'll see about that or whatever. It's more like, okay, well, let's see how much fun we can have without that. And sometimes that leads to an orgasm because there's no pressure. Like there's no like, oh, I don't know. Like yes, I don't think I'd, I, I'm not gonna.
1: Would you force if anything. the other person is not going to? Does mm-hmm. that impede your decision whether to or not?
0: No, it doesn't really impede Mm-mm. my decision, unless um, I mean, if yeah, if it's like under regular circumstances, we're in bed and like uh, there's the option to you know clean up and rinse off or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'll still be able to if a person lets me know that they can't, and um, yeah, unless it's just like an inappropriate thing where it's like, oh, I I, I don't have a clean towel. One I don't of, know.
1: <laughs> one of my favorite moments of that. It was actually a really bad sexual experience. We we dated. We went on like a date. And we hooked up or we, like, made out once and, mm-hmm. like, did all e- – again, everything except sex. Mm-hmm. And it was really hot. And I was really looking forward to having sex with him because he was also really hung and, like, tall. And, like, I was like – I thought this was going to be, like, a really fun time. Yeah. And well, I may mean, have talked about this a bit on the podcast. And then we actually end up having sex. And he is so disconnect, Like, he keeps making, like, jokey comments and, like, taking us sort of out of it to sort of, like – but he's never in the moment, oh. which felt weird to me, mm-hmm. and like was taking me out of the moment. So, fu- like, I, it came to a point where I was just getting annoyed, and I was like, "I just need to come to wait and have this be over." Were the jokey comments about what was going on, or yeah, like like he'd do things like like. It was just very like um how do I how do I describe it? He had a very matter of fact like be so say like say like um. He, like, I was on my back and he was fucking me. And mm-hmm. then he, like, would you know, pulled out, rolled over, and looked at me. And he was like, I'm not doing all the work. Oh, and I was just like, okay, yeah, well, like, I- this is like I, you're you think this is funny, but like, you keep like, he yeah. kept doing things that just pulled us out of the moment of yeah. just like we're having a good time to, to, to like, I don't know, have a zinger. And it was, and, and so finally, I, I decided because I was not having a good time, and I decided because he, he just kept just like talking sure like like maybe that works for somebody i maybe, don't know maybe i'm fine but it wasn't working for me and right. i just decided i was like i need this to end yeah. so i am i am doing i'm like closing my eyes and getting my place because i was t- really turned off at this point and i was just like it's better if i because i could control it Mm-hmm. and 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 have it ready it is easy rather than just stop and be like i'm not really feeling this which i have done before at this point it was like i can probably come in the next like two minutes so yeah. let me just like get this done and get him out so i remember i was like closing my eyes and like getting to where i need to be in order to do it and he's he's still talking he's just like talking and he finally goes is, uh what can i do for you and i was like less comedy <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because every time he opened his mouth, he was like, I was like, like you were ruining this.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I was, you know, while you were telling the story, I was thinking about how I think like humor in bed can be awesome. It can be. Yeah. Yes. I'm very much a fan of that. This guy it's who had because, a
1: one man show. Oh, I, I see. Was watching. I
0: see. No, I, I was just, yeah, I was thinking more about how like sex can be clunky. And if you oh. point at it and like laugh at it and like, Oh my God, my hand is so luby. Absolutely. I can't grab the door. Like that's just Absolutely. fun. But whenever, yeah, a one man show, an attention kind of whatever yeah. egoy thing, yeah, I don't know if I'd be in it for that either. It was a lot of like cigar, like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It was a lot of that <laughs> shit, and All I right. just I was so turned off. Yeah. Um. So we also related to the subject of sort of like uh, our relationship to yeah our relationship to involving to actually whether we come or not during a during an experience is the comings and goings of erections which i as a, mostly as a bottom mm-hmm. i by dating people who are mostly tops man is that something that is constantly on their minds and sometimes impedes their erection I, is their fear yeah. of not having a constant erection or being like super rock hard for a 100% of the time.
0: Oh, they're concerned with themselves. Not yes. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. I thought they were I, worried about you. No,
1: no. It has happened so many times where like the guy has has admitted to me or or said he was like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm really focused on. I'm like, dude, but, yeah. let's just have a good time. No, no, that will yeah. just happen. The focus might be what's taking you uh, out and of the boner. And that's only what happens.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Um, And it's the reason that I, one of the reasons that I don't top as much is that naturally, it's and it's, it has no indication of whether I'm having a good time or not. Mm-hmm. Mine just comes and goes during
2: sure
1: sometimes usually, if I'm hyper focused on the other person, like if I'm performing if I'm giving a blow job or i'm I'm doing I'm doing something for them, I don't think about myself and then I'm not hard. Sure. It's not that I'm not having a good time. It's just I'm not I'm completely focused on you. yeah, and then I have and then it comes back because then I focus back on my pleasure. But like mine comes and goes, which yeah. is why, cause I've also been with the like demanding power bottoms mm-hmm. who have been like a frustrated that like, it's not. So I, I, it's funny. I've seen, I have seen the nightmare bottom that the tops that are like concerned about. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, so I was like, Oh, what the he, this dude is why you're acting this way oh, with me. Man. Like I, I get where I'm just like, let's just have fun. And yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll come and go as it comes. Totally. And we'll use it when it's there. And when it's not, we'll do other things and, like, it's all just...
0: Yeah. No pressure. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think the more that I, because I'm versed now, and mm. I think I can proudly wear that because of earning my stripes, I think topping sometimes it does kind of, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's a performance anxiety or what, but, or just like sensational differences. But mm. now that I know that bottoming is just sort of like a easy ticket for me to just feel really good or whatever topping i think i'm like whoa the sensation's totally different and it's not as stimulating sometimes because i know how good bottoming is right it's a weird flip like a thing that you know it's like oh i wish in some ways that topping felt as good as it did before i knew how good it felt to bottom
1: (laughs) a whole new world yeah Yeah.
0: i i and and
1: i love a flip session where you're doing both however i can only go from Bottom to top, I can't go from. I, I, it's not that I can't. It takes some Jedi mind tricks to go from top to. Where am I, from from I can go top to bottom. I have oh yeah Jedi mind tricks to go from bottom to. No other way, other way. Sorry, I go from bottom to top. Jedi mind tricks to go from top to bottom. Really, if I'm in top mode, it's like everything on the backside is like shut down. Like it's not even. It's not. It's not. Doesn't want it. It's not involved. It's not at the party. Yeah. And so if I'm topping and then suddenly the person wants to top me, it takes, I was like, okay, we got to make out for a little bit. You got to get between my legs. We got to like, we got to like re re we got to turn the engine back on. Like it hasn't been on.
0: Then my most recent flip, um, sexual experience was with a guy that also like did lots of good chemistry and i it was a moment where i was topping and i had to slow down to kind of like keep the fun going because like and that rarely happens for me mm-hmm. uh topping actually and i think what it really comes down to is just like listen to your body listen to your partner's body like just be present with each other and i don't you know no pressure on anything and it, i think the best results for sex come through just you know Yep. Being present and kind of paying attention, listening.
1: So I think the 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 thesis of, of this segment is basically um don't be too if you're a bottom, don't be too demanding on your top on whether they have a full erection the entire time or not. Like don't hold it against yourself either. About don't hold it against yourself about your own attractiveness or anything. It's just it's just these things it's just it's out of your control sometimes yeah. uh, and the more pressure you put on it the more problems you're going to have oh my
0: god i've also been in that situation where i'm totally attracted to a person and oh, i also yeah. care about them and oh. i can't get it up and it feels embarrassing and like uh I'm sure and
1: that's a that's a self-fulfilling prophecy then right. yeah and um that whether the person comes or not or whether you come or not as long as you're having a good time, it doesn't fucking
2: really matter.
0: Yeah, and me being in my mid-20s, it was a little bit of a spooky moment because I'm like, wait, am I too young for this kind of problem? But mm. uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if there's other things for me to unpack with it. But I I don't know. I've made a lot of peace with it, and then it doesn't happen whenever you've got a lot of peace with it, I think. No. All
1: right, well, um, I'm going to go check the status of my erection while you go listen to some ads. Yay. Yeah. Well, it's been a while since we've swiped me, so let's. Where do you want to go?
0: Uh, let's look at one of the apps I don't have and don't have experience with again. Try. Let's do OK Cupid. Cupid. I haven't thought about that app in a while.
1: All right, let's go to the main screen here. So I really haven't been using this OK Cupid a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. I haven't been getting very many matches or matches that I've been interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go with my likes. Sure. You will notice you have how many I have not
0: 1,954
1: likes. So, and the reason is I scroll through these and like. Wait, are they not all in New York? Some of them are different countries. Well, see, that is the thing that irritates me the most. About- I wish, and maybe I can, maybe I need to go through my settings. If you are not in my radius, I don't want you to even be able to see me. Sure. Because the amount of, because now that you can do on most of the apps, you can now do a mode where it's like traveling mode yeah. and you can put yourself in other places. Now I just get like, most of them are just like people who are like thousands of miles away who are just like looking around. That's it's, why like, you have
0: 13 or uh, 1,354. Or I'm a very attractive person. That's right. JJ. I,
1: I, well, hey. um,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> I'm a very sexy person. Hey. Um, uh it's definitely most of it is just travelers. And it's like, this is a waste of my fun. You're taking up space. Like, I'm not, this is not, I should be, I should have to opt in to say, yes, I'm, I am, I do want to waste my time talking to people. I kind
0: of do sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, what's your dick look like over there? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm just curious. I don't know. Sometimes sexting is a point. What
1: up, Atlanta? Let me see them
0: dicks. Well, that's also, oh God, that's another thing that I'm experiencing again now that I'm back on Scruff or have been for a little while is... I'll strike up good conversations. Guys are cute. Um, conversations are fine. I don't think I'm gonna meet up with all of these boys because that just sounds exhausting. You know what I mean? And so I think I am a little bit of a time waster for too many people because I like to flirt and sexting is kind of fine and fun for me. But I think everyone else in my brain, at least, wants to meet up and I'm like Ooh, this is I can't meet up with all these people. I also have other friends to hang out with. Like you know I, mean? I don't have enough gum. <laughs> uh, well, oh my god, and not to sound like. I, honestly like two people talking to me at once is too much for me like I, I or as far as like plans to meet up i'm like oh man you this week you next month or something like it's i don't know i don't have a frequency with with meeting up with people from you, me there are only I, 12
1: you have one a month usually there's no. Only, i have more sex you're in december friends you're from, january you no know,
0: or i go out to a bar and meet someone right, right, more right, fun right, for me right. but anyway i can't the apps are annoying
1: all right, I'll waste so your time. It's fine. Um, we're flipping through. If there's anybody you see that you want to talk to or anybody I see that I want to comment upon, and that's the issue with this is I'm literally scrolling through and I'm not seeing anybody that oh, I'm Oh, one of in. your
0: highest matches was someone from another country yeah. with a very interesting name that we won't yeah. say. Yeah,
1: all right. He's from Turkey. Let's just check it out just for funsies. We are a 92% match. You can call him Larry.
0: That's not his name. All right, Larry. So, Larry
1: is very attractive. Oh, so
0: cute. So, we didn't know for the first two photos because they were wide shots to show the location.
1: And very far away. I don't give a shit that you're at a lake. And I don't give a shit that you're at some palace or wherever the fuck this is. Sure. Um,
0: Well, he's trying to be like, look, if you enjoy settings and... Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. Third and fourth photo are actual, like, smiley faces. And, God, he's handsome. Who would play him? Um, Oh, I know. Well... Do you, did you watch House of Cards? Yes. Uh, and he's also on Girls. The guy that dates Andrew Randall's on Girls. The bald guy that's hot. Oh. He's also on House of Cards. Yes. Wait.
1: I think these are two different people. Oh, fuck. No. Wasn't... Da- wasn't... It's not Chris Maloney who was on mm, no. Girls.
0: No, no. No, 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 It wasn't. Oh, damn. I, it's like... So, I know it's not Michael Stuhlbarg, but for some reason that name. You're
1: saying it's the guy on. Because House of Cards, I think you're thinking Doug. Maybe. Right? He was the bald guy who murdered the hooker. Uh,
0: I think so. And this guy also, I think, lives in Brooklyn. I think I've seen him around. Yes, yes but I think that's the right person. I think you're thinking the right guy. Is track for this person? I didn't know
1: he was the boyfriend on. I remember being attracted to the boyfriend of Realms yeah. Girls, but I don't remember it being him. I thought it was possibly Chris Maloney. No, it wasn't. I can tell other, you that. For other sure. hot ball guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This guy's. I'm definitely. If he lived here, definitely into it um um blue eyes 41 Pretty smile larry uh ba, 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 ba. my self summary authentic easygoing somewhat intellectual always appreciate honesty and i like forthcoming guys ask about anything if you want to know more about me if it comes to that bottom verse so there we go I already know <laughs> uh, i could probably beat you at perception my golden rule is honest what does that mean
0: i could beat you at perception is that a game I don't know. I don't know either. I could beat you at perception if that's just like a concept. I don't know what that is.
1: And all, all of our Battlestar Galactica, Star Trek, Discovery, <gasps> yeah. like we have all these interests. That's what I said. He's, he's a, a 92% in...
0: match, but um, so it. far away. And he's hot. Fuck. And he like you. He like all you. All right. He I'm like giving me. a
1: heart and we'll see. We'll we'll see what that conversation see, that's goes that's what I'm to. talking about. But I like
0: a conversation with a cute boy, even if they're on the other side of the world. Right. Okay yeah so let me people
1: to go visit. Find one. Like, Someone more local. All these people, I do not find. like. I'm, I wish you could see. I'm literally just like scroll, scroll. We're probably yeah. Like not a lot of forty deep. There's not a lot of people that I'm attracted to. Yeah, I'm there's lots of not like, attracted. Not attracted. That's disturbing. Why? <laughs> there. Okay, we're going to um Matt here. Okay. Matt and I are a ninety-five percent oh. match. Well, well. Matt looks like. Um, he looks like a kindergarten art teacher.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: He looks like he enjoys puppets.
0: It's like the guy that he wanted Weird Al Yankovic's career, but Weird Al did it already. So he's like a little bit.
1: If Weird Al had a windowless van.
0: Oh man, I would hop right in. Well, yeah. Well, no. So this is JJ's type.
1: (laughs) Um, um, the picture creeps me the fuck out. Um, it's it's a smile. It's just a very, very teethy smile. Oh boy. And then the second photo... Clashing patterns I mean, and fashion. Clashing... Pa- lots
0: of colors. We've got oh, lots purple lots hair. We've got... Oh, and then a very natural... Well, more natural, I guess, uh, photo next to it. Right. Makes him look a totally different decade of age. And without the beard, he looks about 10 years younger. That's interesting. But also,
1: like, he should be on Megan's list. And, um, <laughs> yeah, this is... This is a lot. I bet that person would be fun to talk to, but... Uh, mm. I bet that person would occupy attractive. all my time at a bar and not leave me alone. Oh. Um, oh, very lengthy bio. Extro- oh, I'm so annoyed. Um, Extremely lengthy bio. He's an academic librarian and college instructor from Canada. Vegan. Uh, Lefty liberal. Yeah, this person... This person like is, uh, he's at he's
0: at a he's at a weekly protest. Oh, and you know I would have a good time talking. Yeah, I think we're, it would be like um, we're just X and
2: easy going. It's, it's
0: not even worth
1: going.
2: I feel you.
0: Like
1: I get it. Um, it's not always there. Oh, hi. Who's that? This guy's cute. Okay, let's start with the description. And he lives very nearby. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you.
0: I I guarantee you, this guy is a bottom.
2: What would him?
0: What's your clue? Hold on. Why? Well, I also want to unpack that. What uh, from immediate recognition? You were like really bottom.
1: Because the universe mm. would not deliver me someone oh. who is a hundred percent my physical type if they weren't something that wasn't going to work for me for a long term relationship. The only time I meet guys that that are oh. that are perfectly within my like vibe and like someone I'm very attracted to and like, oh, this is what my boyfriend like looks like, or like this is what they this and that. This is the the stats. This is this is what this is the man that I'm envisioning every single time they're about him.
0: Would you ever have a primary partner that's not your primary sex partner? No. Uh, okay.
1: Here's why, because I've done it. Hmm. I had a boyfriend who we were together for a long time and we did not have successful sex together very often. Sure. And um when we broke up for a bit, and when we got back together, we agreed to open the relationship in order for, you know, me to be sexually fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And him, too. But I think he would have still been happy. He he just didn't have much of an appetite at all. Sure. And um, it was terrible. I I know – and I know it works for some people – I'm not look I need my primary person, even if I'm in some sort of open or poly thing, which I'm I'm open to exploring, but my primary person has to be my primary person. Gotcha. They have to be the person I want to hang out with all the time, they have to be the person that I mostly want to have sex with. To have to completely outsource it feels. You know what? This goes to this goes to an interesting recent story. Talk about it. I do not require, sounds terrible. I do not require non-sexual companionship.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't need it. Yeah.
1: There was a guy whom right after the ex and I broke up, but before he sent me to jail, um, I was kind of living my best life and having a lot of sex and having fun. Not in my apartment because we still lived together. I was off having a dalliance. And I met this guy on Scruff, super sexy, really into him. Um, really nice. And we had a really fun day. We like, we like, and we didn't have, we didn't have sex. We didn't hook up. We, we like walked through the park and, and, and talked and hung out. And it was one of those things where we just, like, kept wanting to hang out with each other. And it was it was sort of like my first, like, after coming out of that relationship, it was far too early to enter anything with anyone. But it was one of those things that it was just like, oh, I can feel like this with someone because it had been not that way with my ex for a long time. Sure. And it was just like, oh, I forgot how good this feels. Yeah. And, like, it was a great thing. To have and a he, companion. And he was getting ready to move to L.A. Oh, well. So, it was, I knew it was short-lived, but it was good, and it was fun. Uh, like, he was literally moving in, like, two weeks. Mm, mm, mm. So, we hung out a second time, and that time we did have sex. I stayed the night, and it was really great. We had a great time. I I went home, and um, the next morning, and my ex was pissed because, you know, I didn't come home that night, and that made him furious. Uh, and so, he moved away. We stayed in sort of contact, but, like, not much. Like, we... We'd, Every couple of months, we'd send each other a hi, hello. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like assumed, like, different time, different space. Maybe we would date. So I see on Instagram, he was coming to New York very recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I sent a message, I was like, hey, if you got time, I'd love to see you. And he was like, oh, my God, yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, can you do this day? I'm like, great, this day. So he's going to come over here. and We're going to hang out. Yeah. So I am like... I get myself. I like clean up the apartment as best as I can because I'm moving. I get myself all you know ready to go. I'm just like this is gonna be. A, this is gonna be a fun reminder of that. Day. It's gonna be a great sex. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Prepared, ready, ready to go. Comes in, and I already know the vibe is off. He like the hug at the welcome. Like it feels weird. Oh. And I'm like hi. Like it just feels very like he's like instantly chummy, and and not very like. Like sensual. sensual at all yeah. so we sit on the couch and we start talking and catching up and he starts bringing up this fact that he's like um yeah you know i had a uh, i hope this isn't tmi but like over labor day weekend you know i, I picked up an, an sti and i was like yeah it happens sure and he was like but it was brutal oh, no. uh and like it hit all of the ter- the most terrible symptoms of this thing. Oh, it hit no. full force within 24 hours and was horrible. And I was very afraid that I had gotten, like, an anti, like, uh, one that is a resistant. resistant. One. <sighs> because it, I didn't. It worked. But it was really terrible. And honestly, I'm just completely turned. I don't even jerk off anymore. I'm completely turned off to sex because it was so yeah. bad. Okay. Okay. Completely understandable. Yeah. Sounds horrible. I'm sure your sex brain will come back in a few months after that has passed. I'm sorry that happened to you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Why are you here? Oh, I didn't say this. I'm thinking in my head, but like at this point, I'm like, I have shit to do. I have,
0: I have a music video to, to edit. There was no. I've got. You can pick up on a lack of like a sensuality and like texting or anything, right? Like no, really he was like
1: very excited to see you again, winky face. Like oh this yeah. And that. Okay, so yeah. And so, but
0: but this is why I made. I thought of this.
1: Because then he stays for a while, and we chat, and then he finally does the, like, oh, I should really get going. We'd, he had asked if he could stay the night earlier, too. Oh, yeah. So it, thought- it really made me think we were having sex. when went to stay the night because he, he was meeting up the next day with someone in Astoria. Gotcha. And I'm nearer than where he was. And I, I kind of didn't answer that because I have a thing— that's very intimate to me.
0: Yeah, the sleepovers.
1: Yeah, that comes far. That's like seven, eight dates in until I'm letting that happen. Mm-hmm. I don't like people. I, I want, and I prize my sleep. I want to sleep in my bed and get a good night's sleep. Yeah. And I've had, like, when I was in Provincetown and I was having the dalliance with the dude, he stayed overnight and he was lovely and he was nice, but like, you know slept in the middle of the bed i was hugging a corner the whole night i was like up and down up and down up and down because like i was not comfortable and i was it was just like get out yeah sure i want to sleep so that's why i don't do it and um anyway um so i I had full so but the reason i'm thinking about this now is because after he left i was like irritated i didn't take it you know he was fine he's nice you know whatever but i'm thinking to myself like we weren't like close friends. We met once. You're here to visit friends in New York. Why did you take a whole evening to come and see me? Like, what are we, what were we, do, what was tonight for? Mm-hmm. Cause even at the end of the night, he was like, well, I'm probably not gonna have time to see you again because I'm seeing all these people, but it was really nice. It's like, and that's why I say, I don't need non romantic or non sexual companionship. This, like, oh, I'm just swinging through and let's just have an evening and chat. Was a waste of my time. Oh wow! It was just okay. a waste of my time. It's like sure. why am I like I don't need this. Huh. I I have other I have things I need to be doing, and like I would clear my schedule and take time for something that is romantic or fun or might lead to some sort of thing or something. But to just like hang to me today is like this is you're wasting
0: my. like, Why did I do this? Oh, and wow. I imm- immediately regret. Even you guys it. had hung out and had like um, yeah, you know, non-sexual fun, right? But it was always in the context of,
1: like, we were going to, like, that, it was a romantic sexual context. And this was his just, like, hey, it'd be nice to see you. I have no sexual interest in you or anything at the moment. Okay. Um. And then it made me think, like, oh, because I, like, who would I, someone whom I had sex with once, two years ago, don't really talk about, I'm in their town, and, like, I clear a night of my time to just go to their apartment and talk. Yeah. I would never do that. No. I would never do that. Like and so and I'm like, oh. He just needed he just wanted to decrease his travel time and hopefully sleep over here so he could be closer to Astoria. I was just being used as a fucking parking spot. Oh. I didn't let him have it. And he went all the way back to Jersey City. Um but that's what made me think. I was like, were you just using me for a fucking pit stop? Anyway, I don't need I don't need it. I don't need I don't require it. I don't need it. I don't search for it. I don't have a social life or a personal life. Not because I can't have one, it's because I don't want one. Because it is, it's like every time I'm spent sitting at some brunch, listening to someone tell the same stories about the same things, about the same shit all the fucking time, I'm just sitting there thinking there's a song I could be writing, there's a video I could be editing, there I could be snuggling with Max. Like, I just don't have time. I just, this doesn't do anything for me. I'm bored, mm-hmm. bored. Mm-hmm. And this whole thing was like, you just took my a night from me that I could have used to something I enjoyed, and I just listened to you sit and talk about stuff I don't care about. Anyway, yeah. so that's a long answer to no, I could not like the if I'm spending time with someone, if I'm spending intimate time with someone, it needs to be full 360 intimate time with someone. It needs to be someone that I'm also sexually. Involved Man, with. I'm
0: on the total other side of the spectrum. I, I know you are. Yeah. You know, I could like that's what's interesting. Interesting to me is like a person. I think, and the sex is super duper secondary, maybe not even second. Like it's. Um, I think the person that I was most excited about in my dating life was someone that I didn't have sex with actually. And never. Yeah. I don't know. I could like, I think it's just like a different part of my brain, I guess.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, um, that was a long ramble, and we've we've uh, we've gone past our time, so we can't talk about this person. But let me just look real quickly to see if I am confirmed. You're and right. there we go. Yeah, you're right. I'm a bottom. Yeah. So that is what the universe always gives me: a plethora of super attractive people that do not want to have sex the way that I want to have sex. Great. Um, and with that, we're gonna take a quick break and uh, bring in our guest, and maybe he or she will be a bottom. Woo-hoo! So for today's segment, uh, guest segment, we're going to play a game that we've only ever played once before, so I'm excited to do it again. And we have with us yet another luminary of the LGBTQ music space. Uh, he is based in New York. He is from Egypt. He has three EPs out that you can listen to called Desert Dream, Private Affair, and of course, 2019's Feel Me. I will be doing a show with him at one of his home bars up in Albany, New York, in just a couple weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ebro. Ebro! Hi!
3: thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it
1: yes so we got connected actually through not through instagram but through marcel you know marcel who is who is the has the most hustle of any local new york city musician like books 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 and he um i think he told you to reach out to me
3: yes he did and the community is so small. Um, Jack, I reached out to DJ Steve sidewalk. Um, I've known Steve since 2007. Um, at, I met Steve at a club called rush. I don't know if any of you guys remember that. I do. (laughs) Yes. So it was the only 18 and up club and I had just moved to Egypt and I met Steve Um, and him and I have been friends, uh, and have known each other for, um, since then. And I reached out to him and I said, Hey, listen, uh, I'm tired of not being able to perform in my community. Like, do you know anybody I could reach out to? And he's like, listen, I know your struggle. Talk to this guy named Marcel. He works at a club called XOXO. Mm -hmm. Literally I messaged Marcel the same day and he messaged me back and he's like, girl, I got you and when i have an opening boom and literally 3 weeks later i was in his show uh, at, that's, yes. yes
1: same with me that's how it also happened to me he he is he is kind to performer fellow performers
3: for sure and i um i told him that um i i booked him for my birthday which is january 8th he's like girl that's far out i was like trust me i got you and and he does this similar thing that i try to do up here so if you're a queer artist a lot of times we get we get forget forgotten about because mm. we have drag queens. Um and they're like, oh, you're a singer. I'm like, well, no, I'm more than that. So whenever I'm given the opportunity or a platform, I want to share it with other queer artists because mm. I don't feel like we get um we don't get our the same kind of opportunities as queens do. And that's nothing against queens. No. I like drag yeah. punch. My best friend's a queen. I've done drag myself, um, and drag has just you know exploded. Um, as yeah. Well. But I also want to make sure that you know my queer singers, my my drag kings, my alternative performers that are part of the rainbow mafia get a chance to.
1: It's very so, admirable because yeah. I think a lot of people in the space are very worried that any shine they give to anyone who is also doing what they're doing will will take away from theirs. So it's it's good to. To, to be one of the ones, the few of us who realize that, you know, we all have to band together um, to make it happen. Um, so you are joining us today. You chose this game. Um, the game is Virtue Signal. So what we do is we put you on three dates in three dating scenarios where um, this person's opinions about uh, something... Um, give you pause and you might need to decide whether you're going to continue dating them. So we're going to put you in these scenarios. So um, how how far are you going to have to suspend disbelief? Are you, are you currently single? Are you currently dating? Are you with somebody?
3: So I've been with my partner for two years. Oh. Um, they are absolutely wonderful. Uh, but we have uh, an alternative relationship. Uh, but I have a, a very big imagination. So I can go all the way. All the
1: way. <laughs> Perfect. All right goes all the way let's right, do right, it right um, so we're gonna start with let's say so this is scenario one scenario one uh, what what's your what's your type let's see I want to paint a good picture for you what is your type of person like physical type
3: a pulse <laughs> there we go <laughs> all
1: right so you're you're um, you're you're dating so you're on a date with someone who is alive uh, that <laughs> and that's important to you they Gorgeous. are among the living this is not a member of the undead Um very, very attractive to you. You've gone out maybe three or four times already. Um, um, you really feel a connection and you think that um, this this might be going somewhere. This person has real relationship potential. they they text you back, but not too much. they're they're they ask you about your day. They remember things that you mentioned in previous dates. They're just very attentive. They're very interested and very interesting. And you're out on, let's say, Let's say you've decided to go on like a nature hike as sort of a a unique date. This date is maybe happening during the pandemic, right? Uh, So you have got to get more creative. You've got to get outside and uh, you're on a little nature hike and you're going through the woods and you are, you're at a point at a clearing where you want to take some pictures and you're like, you know what, I don't really do this often, but let me, I want to post this to, to Instagram. And that's, that's a big moment for you because you're actually revealing to the world that you're on the date with this person. So to you, that means like, this is kind of serious. You're, you're putting this person on your Instagram and showing like, hey, I'm out with this guy. And so you, you get together and you go to take the picture, but you notice you just, you do not have any signal. You're out somewhere in the woods that it's just too, too remote between towers. You can't post, you can't post. And you're trying to do it. And you're like, well, I guess we'll post it when we get back. And he looks at you and he goes, well, I don't understand. That's really strange why you don't have reception. You're like, well, naturally, you know, we're we're around the woods. Like that happens. You know, I know it's weird these days to be somewhere without reception. But, you know, this is actual nature. There's nothing around here. And he says, well, but you got vaccinated. And you're like, yeah. And he's like, well, you should have 5G since... Bill Gates put 5G in all the vaccines to track us. So I don't understand why you don't have reception. Did you not get vaccinated? You're like, no, I definitely got vaccinated. I'm, of, of course. He's like, well, then you should have reception. Ebro, will you continue dating this person?
3: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> okay. So, real quick, funny, my brother, <laughs> um my, my brother says stupid shit like this <laughs> so i'm kind of numb to it um, okay so we've gone on a couple of dates he's my type, my type most probably hairy bearish you know taller i like to feel little um oh, girl you and me both like i'm just like i'll never be a twin, but if you could make me feel that way for just a moment just a moment okay Yes. Uh, but you know what they say the bigger they are, the more of a bottom they are. So I just. The bigger they are, the harder they bottom. Five <laughs> <laughs> um, stories. Um, okay. Would I continue the day? Focus, Hero. Would I continue the day?
1: <laughs> this person believes that the vaccine has given everyone 5G. We're all little hotspots now for 5G. He's
0: looked you dead in the eyes. Uh,
1: because Bill Gates is trying to track us. Is this a deal breaker?
3: Is it a deal breaker? Um, I most probably would like awkwardly make a joke about it and move past it. Like knowing Mm. me, I would be like, (laughs) like awkward laugh and just kind of like, you know, awkwardly get out of it. Now, to continue this type of like belief, like in all seriousness, we're going to need to have a conversation. Like it's one thing to be like, hey, I believe that there might be UFOs or I believe in the supernatural. No, you're believing in some like QAnon shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm okay with dating somebody like who truly believes that, because if that's maybe if that's like the one thing that you believe, okay. But like, I feel like you're opening Pandora's box here and there's going to be a lot more beliefs like that. And I just can't.
1: Right. If you, if you believe that, then, then what
0: else? Do you what else yeah. Is there? Yeah. Well, so JJ, let's put Ebro on another date. What What else could there be? Another date. Okay, Ebro, can I ask a question? Who is one of your first celebrity crushes?
3: Oh, um, I was four years old, and my dad tried to make me, like, butch and masculine. Um, so he would watch James Bond films with me. Ooh, hell yeah. Sean Connery.
0: Oh, perfect. Okay. okay, great. You're on a date with someone who has the likeness of Sean Connery. It's, um, I'm picturing like a day, it starts midday, it's, it's lunch, you guys are outdoors, we're walking around the piers maybe on the west side, it's just uh, the sun starts to go down but you guys have been enjoying the day, it's going by so quickly because you both have the same sense of humor, you're finishing each other's jokes, you're laughing so hard and you're just super attracted to each other, there's that electricity, you guys are kind of touching slightly here and there. It's an early date, it's like maybe date four, three, four, three or four. But things are going so well, you are starting to fantasize about the future. You're like, all right, this is exciting. I want to know where this person, what, what they do, where do they go? Like, I just want to be on the ride. And so the sun has gone down now and you guys decide to take a uh, spontaneous trip to the park and just lie down and look at the stars. And you're, he lies down his jacket, both of you are on top of it, and you're just looking up the sky together. And you notice like how pretty the moon looks. And you just decide to make the comment of like, man, what a great moon. And he says, oh yeah, it's a really good projection tonight. And you, projection? I don't know what you mean by projection. He's like, oh no, no, no. There's a scientist at the NHS who did a study. He tried to compare uh, the moon track. uh, He tracked the moon, compared his notes to the globalist and figured out that the information has been falsified. The moon is not real. It is a projection. Full earnest lets you know that that's exactly the, how he feels. The moon's not real. it's Everything else has been totally fine. Everything's normal. You think he's joking. He's not. Do you continue the date?
3: Can he show me facts to support his argument?
0: He, I would say that he definitely has his resources on file. So he pulls up, like, uh, basically, probably some YouTube videos, I'm sure. A little bit of, like, uh, online blogging. And he just shows that there are people who are accredited scientists who have tracked the movements of the moon, decided that they did not match up, or you know, concluded that they did not match up with information from the globalist. Therefore, uh the globalist has falsified information. He has he has some receipts.
1: Uh and, and at least three times during this date, he has said the following phrase. You just have to do the research. Uh.
3: Oh, one of those. <laughs> Well, you know what I, I've said that to people about other things, like right, research right. about vaccines. So, um, right, okay, okay. Um,
1: the moon is being projected, and it's a massive fraud, and no one knows why.
3: Mm-hmm. Listen, no one's going to be looking at the moon when I'm on top of them. So, like, conversation <gasps> ends there because yes. you know, you're not going to be looking at the moon for too much. Longer. Perfect answer. If you look like Sean Connery, trust me, we're not going to be looking up.
0: Who gives a fuck about The moon could stop existing if it's Sean Connery. Right, Who cares?
1: So it, rule of thumb for Ebro, if you look like Sean Connery, you can believe the moon is fake. <laughs> That's amazing.
3: Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, that, it's so crazy. Because I, okay, I went on a date with this guy that literally thought he was being followed. Um, oh, wow. And he believed that the government was watching them. And then he freaked out. When he found out that like I was Egyptian, he's like, "Oh, well, the FBI and the CIA are following you." And I'm like, "Nope, they don't care."
2: Yeah.
3: I only yeah. Care when I travel through an airport, like.
0: Did you ever ask him what are you doing that the government's interested in you? Like, why?
3: He couldn't tell me.
0: Okay, uh, I'm sure it was
3: private. Um, and I was just like, okay. Um, and the, and, and that date didn't last very long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just like, I was like, okay, you, re- you know, these people really do exist. Like, I love the show um, X-Files. There we and, go. And, um, you know, sure. Do I believe that there are some things out there that cannot be explained and what you're not sure. But I, I, I'm not like, what are they called? There's those like three nerdy guys that, um, that they believe that the government is watching them and listening to them. They're called. The-
1: oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: They're the, they're the comedic relief in the show. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that people like that do exist, sure. Oh, for sure. Do you feel like you're going to meet one of them or go on a date with one of them? <laughs> Hell no. And when it does, it kind of catches you off guard.
0: Sure, but it just it makes great conversation at brunch the next Sunday. So you have a good story to share. Yeah, I. Oh,
1: we should talk about this on a different episode. But I recently went on a date with someone who revealed that uh, they were a psychic.
2: Ooh, fun. That... <sighs>
1: Jack. I slowly incinerated on the inside. Um, all right. So these two dates. Uh well the first date didn't work out. The sec- the first date requires a conversation. Mm. The second date I You're think just he'd... you're just gonna fuck him. Yeah. Um I I you are you are very you're very tolerant of some very strange beliefs. So so let's see if we can put you on a date where so you're you're now on a you know, we're going to make this a first date. This is a first date with someone you've you've matched on Tinder or Hinge or um, um, Craigslist or somewhere. And you've decided to go out to dinner. You've had a nice texting banter. It's been very cute. Um, very PG, very, very date uh, centric. And so you meet at this restaurant. It's a beautiful restaurant. Um, he... Uh, he's very chivalrous. He like opens the door, and he made a reservation. He's dressed very, very. He's dressed up for a date. Like he's he's taking the night very seriously, which you find very charming and very sort of old school. And it 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 makes you feel like a lady. <laughs> and uh, he the the waiter the server takes you to your table. You find out that he had called the restaurant ahead in advance in order to have like a special table in the back because it's very pretty because there's a there's a, a skylight and you can see you can see the stars you can see the sky it's very romantic and this is not something maybe that you're used to from a Tinder date and you're kind of you're very impressed by by this man so you're sitting there and um, at the very beginning of the, the meal you immediately begin to worry oh god based on these recent dates I've been on maybe this is too good to be true so first off you quickly ask hey you know i know you wore your mask when you came in here you are vaccinated right and he's like yeah and he's like you, you it's not affecting you anyway not increased reception on your phone he's like what are you talking about and you're like never mind i had a weird date uh you look up at the sky and you're like that's a really great uh, moon tonight and he's like oh it is really nice and you're <laughs> like um you do believe it's there right and he's like what are you talking about and you're like never mind cool uh so, so you're you're pretty sure that this person is is relatively normal and doesn't believe anything crazy. However, at the beginning of the date, you notice he pulls out of um, a bag he was carrying with him um, a smaller bag. It's like this little padded zip up pouch that you've seen before, and you can't really place it. He opens it up, he drops his phone in it, and then he points it towards you. And you realize, now that you've seen what he's done with it, that this is what they give you at concerts in, able, in order to, you know, sort of deactivate your phone from reception um, during a concert they don't want you taking video or pictures during. Um, it's like one of those, those phone locky bags. And you're like, look at him. And he's pointing it to you so that you can put your phone in it, too. And you're like, why? And he's like, well, this, you know, blocks the reception so we won't be exposed to it all all dinner. And you're like, well, what do you mean? He was like, well, 5G causes cancer. So you can only you can only be around your phone so, so long a day before, you know, it's actually going to start, you know, uh, giving you adverse effects. So I always put my phone, you know, if I'm not going to use it, I always make sure it's in one of these bags so that the radiation, you know, won't get to me. Oh. What do you think?
3: Sorry. I uh, Okay. I most probably would be like girl. we live in new york city okay like you know or whatever like you know i've i used to live in new york city so i'd be like girl i've seen rats okay that mutated like you ride the subway you eat mcdonald's if you've ever eaten fast food if you've ever eaten i don't know meat from the grocery store within the united states Mm -hmm. and you're worried about 5g radiation girl sit down Mm. Uh-uh.
1: Are, are you going to finish the date?
3: Yeah, because I want a free meal.
0: <laughs> Would you put your phone in the bag? No. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. You invited me out. I got dressed. I put on a light beat. I most probably shaved some areas that don't see light that often. No. We're going to go on this date, and you're just going to put with some radiation.
0: That's right. It's a first date. You had expectations. Listen, I... I am shaved and with a light beat. We
1: are doing
3: this. <laughs> right. No. I, foundation is expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my, my anti-aging creams, you know, they cost money. I'm moisturized. <laughs> so, no. Uh-uh. Nope. Mm-mm. And if, if, if anything else, you're going to at least buy me a drink or something. Like, no, I didn't drag my ass out of bed for you to tell me, oh, radiation.
1: <laughs> so I think through this game, we have learned that uh, if you are a conspiracy theorist, um, Ebro's your guy. He will <laughs> he will put up with some shit. He no. will put up with some shit. As long as you look
0: like Sean Connery, as as you can do like, whatever you, you like want. Connery.
1: Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Ebro. Can you let the people know where to find you on social media?
3: Yes. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Ebro, E-B-R-O underscore music we're on twitter ebro music um or go on youtube and look up my uh my latest music video for my song got to move and um i hope to see you guys at our show and um just i'll see you around
1: woohoo and we're going to take a quick break and be back to leave you with love and light or pick a fight hey that was really funny that was really really funny So I'm going to leave us with some love and light. I'm going to love and light Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Sauce. Oh, okay. So I, there are particular flavor profiles that I always venture towards. Um, I always like a blue cheese moment. I always like a uh, salt over sweet, Mm -hmm. like a popcorn moment. I'm addicted to Cool Ranch Doritos to the point where I can't have them near me or I will eat the entire contents of it. I don't care if it's a seven family bags that are sitting there. I will make sure they are gone by the time I'm gone. Mm. They have to stay away from me. And a hot sauce, particularly like buffalo wing sauce, yeah. that is kryptonite to me. So I have currently been on a weight loss journey because I have to film a very naked music video coming up. And I decided in order to do it, I was going to cuz the, the, the thing that's always the problem for me is the dieting not in the act of dieting but in the like the meal prep and the like well I need to count this calorie and like how much of this did I have a day I didn't want to do it on a day-to-day basis cuz it's exhausting mm-hmm. so what I did is I went into an excel sheet I did some research and I was like let me create eight meals yeah. that all meet a certain threshold and then that way, I just every day I pick three things from this list, and that's one of them is my breakfast, one of them is my lunch, and one of them is my dinner. And then I always hit my goal. So I just have it; I, they're pre-planned options. So uh-huh. then every day I don't have to like rethink about this or redo it. And there's enough variety that I'm not literally just eating the same thing every day. So I took in a couple hours and I wrote like these are eight meals that for the next two and a half months I eat one of eight of these things, oh. and that will drop my weight, which it has. I've probably lost. 10 pounds um and you know not like starve myself and have things that i like and when i found out that however they make it and i don't know how they're making it that it does this <laughs> that one tablespoon of frank's red hot buffalo sauce is zero calories oh don't know how that's possible and people have thought me and like that's not possible i'm like look at the bottle it says zero calories uh so however they're doing it they're doing it with artificial shit i don't know yeah um Zero calories, and man, has it been two, well, now three weeks of just buffalo extravaganza. Wow. Okay. Buffalo on everything.
0: So I'm impressed, A, by like the diet. Buffalo on the eggs,
1: buffalo on the chicken, buffalo on the burger, buffalo on the steak, buffalo, yeah. buffalo, buffalo.
0: For sure. I'm impressed by, A, like the, the dietary plan that you had is interesting. I'm impressed by the zero calorie thing. I'm more impressed by Bottoms who can do spicy.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm primed for spicy. I don't know. I could I, do I it. could eat a I could eat a bucket of hummus and, and take a bucket of dicks.
2: If like.
0: I know that I'm I'm if I'm having like halal guys or if I'm having like a falafel, I love the spicy stuff at Mamoons too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my favorite falafel place. But if I have that, I know I'm out of commission for two days. Two days? It, yes. No, it's, m- it's,
2: it's maybe like, so I
0: have for me, it's irritated like irritated the walls of everything. I just can't. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am.
1: No, for me, if if anything does upset my stomach, it's usually like I'm eating this. Mm-hmm. I now know I have a three hour window to get this done before everything starts processing. Yeah, and then maybe I'm out for the rest of the night. Oh, but then I'm back.
0: Oh no, nope. I don't know. I'm back.
1: I also take regular protein supplements. No, sorry, um, probiotics and that sort of stuff. So my my eco my internal ecosystem is. Clean as a whistle.
0: She, I got to figure my shit out. Like, We're, I, it, like... You just, just figure like. the shit
1: out.
0: <laughs> Sorry if that was too literal.
1: With the exception of my Fire Island shitty extravaganza, <laughs> uh, I am, we are a, as I've said many times before, the Lord all puts us on this earth for a particular purpose. And my body was built by, in, in his image, in the image of our Lord and Savior, to bottom. Yes. And that, in fact, I think someone I had sex with recently said to me during it, oh, you're a bottom's bottom. Whoa. And I was like, I am the, I'm queen of the damned. I'm the first bottom. They all stem from me.
0: Queen of the damned is a good tramp stamp too. I'm into that.
1: (laughs) What are you leaving us
0: with? (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yeah, my turn. (laughs) Uh, What do I want to do? Oh, I'm picking a fight. Ooh. And it's also like, against my character to do this. Usually I pick a fight against something cute that's just funny to rant about. I'm picking a fight with skateboarding. Yeah, wee. Um, I'm picking a fight with the fact that I'm... Uh, I don't even know how to phrase it. My roommates don't clean the bathroom, and... Oop! Receipts! Ouch. We're exposing. Ouch. We're dog walking. That's okay. They may or may not be listening. Um, There's plenty of other nice qualities, but fuck, dude. I... So I I spent I've been out of my apartment for almost like two months. Whether it's been road trips, uh, Fire Island, Asbury Park, and um, also watching a friend's cats or multiple friends' cats, I've just not been in my apartment much this summer. But whenever I do drop by to pick up uh, something or you know whatever, uh, if I have something at my place that I need to grab, a charger or whatever, I'll go. I'll need to take a shower that night and spend the night there, and I will clean the entire bathroom and think, oh, I don't know, they just didn't get around to it. And I just got back again from from a pretty good extended amount of time away from my apartment, and it's like, I don't understand how you are okay with using the bathroom when it looks like this. Like, taking a shower in a thing that has orange and black mold in the bottom of the tub, oh. or like, there's literally the trash can is full, and there are just empty rolls and, and toothpaste tubes on the floor besides the trash can. You are grown adults. Everyone is at least 25. And I used to share a bedroom. Those
1: things don't necessarily compute, but sure.
0: Yeah, I used to share a bedroom, and at least the person I shared a bedroom with was also keen on keeping everything clean. And I don't know, maybe they're like not interested in cleaning up after someone else, and so now it's like, oh, it's not even my mess, it's a shared thing. I just like, but now I'm, I don't know. I stayed up last night and cleaned the shower before I took one. Um, for like the third time fourth time I don't know how many now but so what is preventing you from communicating my needs mm. to, to to get have a clean bathroom mm-hmm. me fuck maybe I'm picking a fight with me so you know what roommates you guys are fine it's okay <laughs> it's me I'm sorry <laughs> I'm
1: gonna find out who they are and I'm just gonna send them this episode oh cool clean the fucking bathroom
0: <laughs> but that's another thing I could I don't know I could talk for days about why my lack of confrontation I'm gonna start offering a
1: cameo service to all of you if Ooh. you need if you are like JJ me. you're more on the JJ side of the the dying alone together fence, and less on the Jack side. And you need someone to confront someone in your life to um, um, act like a fucking adult. Mm-hmm. You know what? You just write in.
0: Maybe this is my way of doing that. Maybe this is my bravery.
2: All right.
1: I will. I will. I will do it for you. Thank you. You tell me who they are. You tell me what you need me to say, and I will.
0: Let them have it. It's the social anarchist in me. If it's my problem, oh, I like things to be cleaned. I don't have to have everyone else prioritize what I prioritize, so I'm going to work on it, and they can prioritize whatever they prioritize, and I'll just make life better for both of us. Fuck. Yeah, that doesn't work.
2: <laughs> I know.
1: Um, well, while JJ, um, we're going to get going because JJ needs to muster up the courage to tell his adult roommates to clean the fucking bathroom. You can bully, um, me, bully me into it. I will. It's, it's my, my best skill. Um, you, in the meantime, can go ahead and click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can get more episodes of us ranting about things that are uh, banal and possibly uninteresting between uh, talking about erections and come. Um, you can also interact with us on Instagram at at dyingalonepodcast. Please also, when you're on the, the apps uh, listening to us, Please drop a comment. Please drop some likes, some stars, whatever it is. It helps us reach more people. You can also find me at at JackTracyOfficial. And me
0: at JJ Bozeman.
1: Dying Alone Together is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can find more from Necessary Outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the Necessary Outlet YouTube page. Do not forget to like and subscribe. Thank you.